Hi, hello, welcome to today's show. This is Chisomo of It Starts With A Dream, the channel where we talk about all things to do with mindset, personal development, um, habits, planning, small business, creativity, uh, and things like that. So I wanted to share this program that I'm doing at the moment. It's a 30-day journaling experience with live coaching with Michelle and Amy from The Magic Is You, which is a coaching program I'm part of. And they've brought out Release and Reclaim. And it's it's based on the the, the, the core um, cool content from The Magic Is You, but in a, a, with a 30-day journal. And then there's three live calls. So we had our first live call on Sunday. No, Saturday <laughs> just passed. And that was that was really good. And yesterday was day one with, of the journaling. They've got a beautiful digital journal or you can do a desktop version or you can just use your own planner as well you can use your own favorite notebooks to write in so I'm going to be doing like a little diary of sorts where I'll just come on here and just share a couple of minutes of what I've done each day or um, like any sort of thoughts I have things like that so yesterday was day one and each day you declutter three things they might be objects it might be a so I guess a mindset, a way of thinking, a belief, a, a pattern, a pattern, like a, a sort of things that you do without even really thinking um, to protect you, to help you make you feel safe. And these patterns often they do hold us back. So things like procrastinating, perfectionism, things like that. So yesterday I... Uh, I declutter, uh, I basically got rid of my razor blade. <laughs> it might sound weird, but um, I don't shave much. I in, in, if I had the guts, I probably would actually not shave <laughs> and just be free. <laughs> but I still, unfortunately, do care a bit about what other people think. And because I've always shaved since I was like a, a teenager, my uh, the hair on my legs is a little. It does show quite a bit. While when I see my mum, um who has never shaved her the hair on her legs you can hardly notice it it's thin and it's like spread apart and you can hardly notice it so i'm sort of being oh i wish i'd gone that route but hey um this is what it is what it is but i realized that my i've had my razor was was really old like obviously i changed the blades but the handle itself i don't know i may have had it for at least a decade and um kind of realized actually yeah it's it's like got black, black stuff on it so it's actually moldy and i, I was like whoa i think because i didn't shave much i just thought oh there's not really point like buying a new handle like i'm getting new blades um but then i just like you know that's super old it's got mold on it and like i don't want to see that <laughs> so i got a new one and it's actually got it's for, um sensitive because i have become more sensitive my skin has become more sensitive with age and whatever is going on so I've upgraded to uh, one that's for sensitive skin and the handle's like a lovely rose gold colour. So I threw, I, I bought that the other day, but then I still had the old one, so I threw that away. Um, and I, yeah, I've been getting, again, a bit of what do you call it, like a bit of um, irritation on my um, underarms. And like I said, I've, I've just a bit, my skin is a bit more sensitive i think to do with like autoimmune autoimmune things and to do with like the type of arthritis i have uh so i just thought yeah actually let's try 
let's try this uh, spray that's for sensitive skin and hopefully reduce that irritation I'm experiencing. So that's just, um, you know, you could call that a small thing. That razor blade upgrade didn't really cost much. It was, like, what was that, like 12 13 pound obviously I, you know I'm not, I'm not buying new handles every day or anything it's been like a cassette i think a decade so you know <laughs> i think i was uh due an upgrade a long time ago but um sometimes when we think about upgrading things in our life or changing things it can just seem like it'll be very costly and oftentimes it doesn't have to be and even sometimes it's it's completely free because it's uh, getting rid of things that you actually don't even like things that when you see them, you you, you just sort of like, Ugh, I don't like that, I don't like that that dress, it just doesn't suit me, it doesn't make me feel good. You know, you've got like some broken Tupperware lunch boxes with like cracked edges and you, you sort of see it and then you think, oh, I should get rid of that and then you don't. It's those sort of things you can get rid of um, and bit by bit you can, re you know, replace and things like that it, and it can just be gradual over time. Um, one of the things in the in the live call, we talked about what a life of favourites would look like, and I I had done I had started doing the magic stew. I think it was like it was before the pandemic, so that's like three years ago or more, and we had a decluttering quarter, and I started to declutter my old home, which was a, a three bed Victorian. Mid, uh, middle terrace so it, it's it's you know small rooms we're in the uk our houses are smaller anyway but you have small rooms um i'd you know we've grown over time two children two people working from home two side businesses that are from home so you know equipment kit stock <laughs> we kind of really grown out of that space and we, well, we weren't able to move at that time i house prices are going up in south london i was at home some points i was not working at all or working part-time in fashion or i was just at home and then starting the blog working on the blog and the etsy store so my income basically we couldn't count on my income and we were only getting a mortgage on my husband's income so we were committed to that. We didn't want me to have to work full time for us to get a mortgage and to get a bigger house. So we were just like waiting, we're trying things, we're looking to what opportunities there are, what's around. And we just sort of kept getting stuck and we just, result, you know, thought, OK, we'll, we'll be here for a while then. <laughs> so I we had we, we were in that space. That was the space we had. So I thought, well, let me declutter because I'm not going anywhere and this is where we live and I don't want to feel frustrated and you know stuck and you know negative and sort of downhearted when I'm at home and this was before pandemic so I started the work I started with de decluttering and that brought up brought up a lot of emotions because there's things that we are connected to objects and uh linked with a dream that we have hopes for our future maybe it's connected to things that we had in the past who we thought we would be you know you might have gone to university and bought a lot of kit for that and then you didn't actually go into that career and you look at the kit you've got and you have a sense of maybe shame that you didn't make it or 
um, disappointment in yourself that you didn't get into that career because maybe it's really competitive, things like that, or you wanted to start a new hobby, you bought the stuff, and then you just found that you never really did it. So you look at when you sort of walk past it and you see that kit in the corner, there's that guilt of like, oh, I wasted money, I didn't really come through with that hobby and I didn't really get into it. So our objects tell us, um, you know, subconsciously are telling us these stories, these messages, and that is all clutter for our minds, for our brains, and, you know, we don't realise it, but, you know, you walk past and you glance at it, and your brain is sort of thinking, oh, I need to do something about that, oh, shame, I didn't, um, didn't use that kit, or different things like that, so it started decluttering, and that was hard, I think, for me, um, it was turning our uh, the middle bedroom that had been a nursery for my sons into an office um, because I really had wanted another a third baby and in my head it had been like that's going to be the baby's room so we're not going to put furniture in there because if uh, when the baby comes then where's that furniture going to go because literally there would be nowhere else for the furniture to go in our house. So I was very, like, resistant to making it into an office. Um, children were now old enough where they could share a room. Like, nobody was waking up too much in the night. So that decluttering of that room was really hot, emotionally very hard because it, it felt like then, in my mind, it was like, if I turn this into office, it's like I'm saying I'm not going to have a baby or, you know, I can't have a baby or something like that. And it was a lot of work to... It was a lot of emotional work to go through, to work through that and just sort of think, this doesn't mean I can't have a baby. It doesn't mean I won't have one. Um, if that's something that happens later on, then we can just sell the furniture, we can take it out and sell the furniture and turn it back. And that's fine. And you can worry about that later instead of like leaving the room like it was sort of became a dumping ground my husband sort of worked in there in the evenings on his side business but it was like yeah not a room being used for its for it to its best to its you know full potential so i uh decluttered and with a very tiny budget because we had a mountain of debt i just you know paint paint and wallpaper basically paint and wallpaper and a couple of um frames and some artwork that I had done for myself for my Etsy shop and I just bought some samples um and yeah so things I already sell and I just got myself some prints and I that room was transformed and it really felt like a different space I was like so excited to work in there um I created you know started creating courses in there like most of the things I've got now were started in that room <laughs> so it was a life-changing thing and then I after that would start decluttering like the rest of the house and then sort of thinking okay what can we do well paint you know with just paint and ended up being painting our kitchen which we didn't really like didn't have a budget but we just gave it a facelift we best painted the cabinets like a really nice gray painted over the tiles painted them white painted the worktops white and decluttered because you know what you can paint and that can look great but if you've just got stuff and stuff and stuff all over the worktops and all above the units it's not going to look great and it's not going to feel nice so we decluttered loads and bit by bit I just went through the house went room by room by room um, and then we went into pandemic and well how, how much more important did our houses and our homes and our spaces become so much more 
Um, I was now out of my beautiful office. My husband had it because he was working from home. Uh, I was now in the living room, uh, in our small living room with three desks. So I had somewhere to work and then each of the children had the desk to work. <laughs> it was something else. Um, and my bedroom became my space and my sanctuary. So I think that had been the last room. We hadn't done that room yet. So at the start of lockdown, I, yeah, clear, like again, cleared things out. I had furniture that I really didn't like anymore. I'd had it, we bought it when we first moved in the home. So it was like about 12, 10 years, 11 years old. Um, and then I, I had leftover paint from the other room. So I had like mint colored paint and coral, my two favorite colors. So I just painted it mint and coral, painted this white furniture, mint and coral, and like fell in love with it. I was like, oh, I love it. It looks so great. Painted an old mirror I had from my uni days. It was like 10 pound, painted that. Um, I had some hooks I had gotten, you know, over time, like, just go in a secondhand shop and you find a nice hook things like that so i'd had these hooks i had just accumulated hadn't actually put up put those up hung some of my jewelry on that um and um then i'd always wanted like ikea wardrobes uh and obviously knew they're really quite expensive and i kept um i thought my husband was like let's look on ebay let's look on ebay and i was just like are we really gonna have find them like on ebay locally because obviously if you get them from another part of the country you have to either go there or pay a huge amount in shipping so he had a look and then he was like oh look look there's two uh cupboards wardrobes come up they're like they're in our local area um the price was like really reasonable and it was like whoa what good timing like we've just done we've just painted we've just done these things put up a wallpaper and these wardrobes are suddenly available and it was just like um it was like oh thank you god thank you god it felt like that was like provision so it was like an answered prayer so we bought those and that i think that was my around my birthday time and that kind of completed the look and um that room became my sanctuary and in lockdown <laughs> after i couldn't deal with homeschooling i would just go up there have a quiet moment in my room on my own and um that's the power of like decluttering the power of like using a small budget using what you've got thinking outside of the box not having an all or nothing mindset being open to like okay um this is my dream and my dream costs this amount that's out of my reach right now what small thing can I do that's going to bring me closer to that that's going to have an impact that's going to make things look nicer it's going to make me um, more inspired uh, feel better when I'm in the space what can I do and um, having that more open mind and looking at out of the box solutions definitely it was just it was a big game changer for me and whenever I find myself feeling frustrated and stuck I always have to remind myself okay how am I seeing this in a sort of black and white, all or nothing way? Because if I'm, I am, then that's when I'm getting limited and stuck. But when I see like there's creative solutions, then my mind can, you know, then your brain can start thinking. And as you sort of start looking for ideas and just throwing out any idea, even like things that are just a bit silly, you come up with some ideas that actually do work and they really do change things for you. So if you want to join us in this journaling, 30 days journaling, and um, with the free live course, one of them has been 
done so it's a replay then you can buy through my affiliate link so it means if you buy through my link you do i get a commission it doesn't cost you anything extra you can join and check out the sales page and check out the information page if you go to bit.ly forward slash release and then col so release and then release call so release and then col and i think if you're in you know you want to just change something in your world and your life feeling a bit stuck feeling a bit frustrated with things i think that focus that 30 days of focus sort of looking at what's going on in your brain what sort of habits and patterns do you sort of fallen into that are not really helping you anymore what's around you that's sort of like causing you uh stress or you know just just not really inspiring or you know sort of feeling like it's sucking your energy this is a, i think it's going to be a, a really great program for that it's 44 dollars like that's for a month of like quite you know for quite a lot of content and uh, um i think it's really good price basically that's <laughs> what i'm trying to say i think it's really good price uh so do join that check that out see if that's for you